Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ukas annonsør i Foreldrerådet er ekstra. Det er grillsesong. Endelig, alle dere som har fulgt mig gjennom en lang vinter vet at jeg har nästan strøket med av kjedsomhet. Men nu kan vi spise ute, vi kan leve ute, vi kan henge ute, og vi kan grille. Extra har sitt største grillutvalg noensinne, og hør godt etter nå. Her er en del av grillutvalget deres. Habanero-pølser, salsicha-pølser, Black Aged Pepper Pølser, Cheesy Bacon Pølser, Beefy Burger, Cheesy Burger, Skinny Burger, Big Beefy Gourmet Burger, Fiskeburger med hvitløk, Fiskeburger med baconrøbbet og søtpotetburger, Soppburger, Barbecue Grillfilet, Svinenakke med oregano og tomat, Urtemarinert forefilet, Brisket, eller Brisket som det egentlig heter, T-Bone Steak, Flank Steak, Tomahawk, Laksefilet med pesto, Laksefilet med citronskampi med hvitløk og urter, Crispy Fiskeburger med ost, Kyllingfilet med citron og urter, Kylling overlår, Gyros, Kyllingspyd, Smoke, Barbecue, Lårfilet av kylling og antrikat. Tack for mig. Detta är er bara någon av produkterna i Extra sitt störste grillutvalg någonsinne och kommer bland annat från Norges mest prisvinnande grillserie Grill Perfekt. Det är er också så ofta jag blir nervös för jag ska lage podcast längre där, men alltså då Gottman Parö, Julie och John Gottman var här och vi fick lov att lage två episoder med dem. Herregud! Jeg har aldrig varit så nervös i hela min radiokarriär som uh, för denna praten här. Um, detta är er superstjärnor fra The United States of America som i 40 år har forskat på uh, relationer, emotioner, psykologi, sant? Uh, detta är er de folk alla andra citerar på expertfronten. Det är er en ære och uh, fått laget ikke bara en men två episoder med dem. Denne episoden handler om emotion coaching, og ja, den er på engelsk, jeg beklager på forhånd min egen engelsk, men jeg håper bare dere kan bære over mig med det. Emotionell coaching, da, som de snakker om her, er, handler om hvordan kan vi lære ungene våre at alle følelser er ok, hvordan kan vi best mulig møte dem? Det er nemlig litt lettere sagt enn gjort. Welcome to Foreldrerådet, folkens! Welcome to Foreldrerådet, Drs. John and Julie Gottman. I'm so happy to have you on my podcast. Oh, thank you for inviting <laughs> thank us. Thank you so much. Um, uh, can you explain to us what is emotion coaching? Well, what we discovered is that there are certain parents who have a different attitude about children's emotion and their own emotion as well. Yeah. So they view a child's emotion as an opportunity for teaching or intimacy. And then they try to find out what the child is feeling. And even if there's misbehavior, they empathize with the feelings behind the misbehavior. Maybe the child was angry at his brother and knocked down his toys, his tower. But they say, oh yeah, you know, I know your brother sometimes makes me angry too. I can understand that. But it's not acceptable to do that. So they set limits as well. And if there is no misbehavior, they help the child problem solve 
and label all the emotions that the child feels. So the motion coaching kind of communicates that all feelings and wishes are acceptable. Not all behavior is acceptable, though. And that's kind of the idea. But uh, why does it help, you think? Or what happens if you're good at emotion coaching with your child? I have an eight-year-old, for instance. In what way will he benefit? Can I answer that for just a moment, Julie? Uh, well, you know, the when we talk to parents a lot of times, uh, I will ask parents if they remember what it felt like to be a child. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people remember. And then I ask them, was there somebody in your life who communicated that they enjoyed your company yeah. and they respected you and your feelings? And usually people, when they have a memory of somebody like that, It's a very powerful memory. Kids are very aware of being small and being ignored and, you know, not regarded as important. So when you do emotion coaching, the child really feels like you're listening. Yeah. And they can talk to you. So that what you gain with emotion coaching is that if they get into trouble in the future, they're going to come to you to talk about it. Let me add something to that. So what we've seen in our research is that children who have been raised with emotion coaching have better relationships with their peers. They have fewer infectious illnesses. They do better in school. They grow up to have healthier relationships as adults. Wow. And it may be that they live a little bit longer. Really? Yes. yes. That's impressive. Okay, so that's a lot of benefits. Yeah, and two children with the same intelligence. If one is emotion coached, at age four, we found that at age eight or nine, they have higher achievement in school. And the reason is that emotion coaching really helps the child to learn to focus attention and be able to shift attention. But is it about understanding what you feel? Like what signals my body are sending to me right now? Is that basically what it emotional intelligence or is? So emotional intelligence, which is what we're helping our children to develop, is the ability to understand what you are feeling, to label what you are feeling, to give right. it a name, and to be able to express it to somebody else yeah. in a healthy way. And that, I mean, I know a lot of adults who could use that, including myself sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> I have two true. sisters and we are very close. And one of them is pregnant right now. She's going to give birth in like two weeks, maybe. And we uh, have used, used this um, expression lately to kind of try to put a straw inside our bodies to really get to what are we feeling, what's my mm-hmm. need. And I think it's so weird that as an adult, I even find it hard to find out what I feel and mm-hmm. need sometimes. And mm-hmm. and for her, it's easier because she's pregnant and her body's, she's saying, it's sending me clearer signals, signals right now. Yeah. I yeah. am hungry. <laughs> Give me food. But right. like, um, because I don't think we really learn about emotions. Let me say something about that, um, because I think, you know, we're all in the same boat. A lot of us in this adult generation have been raised with emotion dismissing. Ah. That is, we have been told that we shouldn't be feeling something. Instead, we should be cheerful. We should put on a happy face, right? What that teaches us to do is to ignore our own emotions. And what eventually happens is we lose 
lose connection with our own emotional world so that as adults, we're not really sure what we're feeling because we're so used to shutting down our feelings. That's true. It's like the it's like a lost signal. Right. And yeah. and our emotions really are our internal almost our souls GPS in life. Oh, that's a good you picture. Know. Yeah, so when you're angry, you know, it it means you have a goal that is being blocked. Yeah. When you're sad, something important is missing in your life or yeah. lost. And when you're afraid, your world is not safe for you. So if you can pay attention to your emotions and also it helps you read the emotions of other people around you who are important, then you respond in a way that has a lot of information because our emotions are really designed to teach us what we need. And to because when a child is born, it's born without a guide to how to raise them. <laughs> Mine was uh, definitely, um, it came out of me and there was no guidebook, like no <laughs> <Right>. instructions, nothing <laughs> came right. with him. And then you try to do your best as a mother or a father. And one of my key things always has been to talk about what I feel. And sometimes... Um, I said to myself, like, he's a boy growing up in 2019. He's eight years now. The best asset I can give him as a male is to be really able to talk about his feelings. <laughs> right. Because I, f in general, kind of a lot of men don't really know how mm -hmm. to. I, that's my impression. And I, but, it, but how do I teach him what he feels like? Is it just what do I do to help my child? Uh, understand his emotion. Can I say something about that? Because really, you know, we have all these skills of emotion coaching in the way we treat guests. Oh. You know, if if a guest leaves an umbrella, do we say, what's the matter with you? You're going to go to jail if you keep <laughs> forgetting everything. You know, am I your slave to run around? No, <laughs> no. We, we, we call them up and say, hey, you left your umbrella. Yeah. So we treat our guests with kindness, with understanding, with empathy. So we all have these skills, and if we just apply them to our children, that's all ah. we need. Let me tell you a story. Um, so when our daughter was about one and a half years old, John thought of an incredibly wonderful way of helping our child to label her feelings. So here's what he did. You've seen those drawings of smiley faces, yeah. right? Those emojis, we call them in the United States. <laughs> yeah, well, emojis. Right? So you can draw a face that is smiling, draw a face that is looking afraid, one that looks sad, one that looks angry, and one that looks surprised. That's five different feelings, yeah. right? So what John did for um, our little one-and-a-half-year-old daughter is he drew a smiley face on each of his fingers. Then oh. when she was feeling something, he would say, which one are you feeling, honey? And she would point to one of the fingers. Then he would label the feeling. He would say, oh, so you're feeling sad. Oh. I get it. Well, what do you need? And she might say, you know, I need my teddy bear. Yeah. And he would give her the teddy bear. So she learned very early using those little smiley faces to name her feelings mm. and to know that those feelings were okay to have and to express. That's really smart, John. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> and she was only one? Yeah. And, you know, 
sometimes I would say to her, uh, what was your day like? Yeah. Grab the finger that was like your day. Oh, that's an easy way to do it because I asked my son and he's like, it was fine. Like yeah. that's, the, that's the response you get sometimes, isn't uh, it? She'd, she'd grab the sad finger oh. and I'd say, oh, you were sad today. What happened? Uh, and I'd guess, did you miss mommy? Yeah. And she'd <laughs> nod her head. You know. Oh, that's sweet. I think it's uh, when you just have to distinguish between good and sad and happy and frustrated, like the basic ones, mm -hmm. It's that's hard enough. But then they get mixed. And then I have my emotions. When I see my son and I talk to him, I have got a mix. So maybe I'm tired mm -hmm. and I don't really recognize it because I'm supposed to make him dinner and then he's acting annoying. And then he, this morning, for instance... Uh, he was on his way right this morning out of uh, to go to school, and he never like he always puts on his the same shoes and he runs off happy. And today he wanted another pair of shoes, mm. but he's been growing a lot this winter, so they didn't fit him. And he took out all the shoes of the whole like we had, and he tried out on four different pairs of shoes. Uh -huh. And he was like, "I want other shoes." And I said, "Well, it's school starts in five minutes, honey. It's." We can get you new shoes because you need them, obviously. Um, but right now you need to leave. Like, And he uh, got so frustrated with me. And then he was like, I'm fine. I'm leaving. And then he left and I waited. I was like, what, what was that about? And then he came back and he said, the problem is not the shoes. The problem is I have a lump in my... He calls it a lump when he has a bad feeling. It's like a something bad like mm -hmm. and I, that's kind of our in Norwegian is klump but it's he's like I have a lump in my chest like I feel oh. something I said wow oh, really come on come here you need to give me a hug to get it away and I didn't we didn't have time to because wow. everyday life doesn't always give you time does right. it so uh, and I was just like okay I don't I didn't get an explanation for the lump this morning mm -hmm. and now he's still at school uh, but he got his old shoes and he left happy. And he was like, I'm fine, I'm good. But now I'm just like, uh, did first of all, did my emotions come in the way of seeing what he was like this morning? Because I was stressed about breakfast. That's mm. one like, it I could think you be. did a great job. Oh, no, I think you did nice. a great job because <laughs> he came back and you gave him the hug. And yeah. there was no time. It takes time to do emotion coaching. Yeah, because so you can revisit that. At the end of the day, and say, "Tell me more about the that lump. lump." Yeah, yeah, and I love that he has the word for it—the yeah. lump. Not only that, but it showed that you've already been emotion coaching him because he felt safe enough to tell you what was going on inside him. Mm -hmm. Right? That's true. You you're giving me better self-esteem right now. That's, thank you. That's, well, you deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I think that in, my point is that in everyday life, first of all, I fail all the time to not see exactly what's happening until afterwards. And this time he told me, but sometimes maybe he doesn't even tell me. And I think, or with other people, not only with kids, that like you, you mm -hmm. get confused by emotions. Mm -hmm. Taya, you're absolutely right. You know, all of us can get confused by emotions because emotions are not always clear and simple. Sometimes they're mixes, like we might be really angry on the surface, but very hurt underneath. Yeah. Or angry on the surface and scared underneath. Mm. So sometimes it takes us a while to figure out our own emotions, let yeah. alone somebody else's emotions. That's normal. 
And also, I would say one of the best things you can do is to make mistakes as oh, a parent. I love when people say and, that. And and come <laughs> back and say, you know, honey, uh, I need to apologize to you because t- this morning I was so angry and I was so stressed that I was impatient with you and I yelled at you. I raised my voice and I told you, get in the car, you know, mm. and, or else, you know, and and I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I didn't really listen to you and I apologize. Wow, the, is that a powerful thing to do with a child? The wonderful thing about apologizing to a child is you're telling the child, look, I can make mistakes. I'm not perfect. You don't have to be perfect either. Mm. It's okay for you to make mistakes. We all make mistakes. Then when we go back and repair them by making an apology, it makes things better and it maintains our connection to each other. And also, if we lead by example, it's more likely that my kid, or if I, if I never tell him that I'm sorry, how, why should he tell anyone that <laughs> right. he's sorry about right. anything? Exactly. So that, that's, okay, so people listening, just go home and apologize if you do something <laughs> wrong. But, and also remember that you don't have to emotion coach all the time. But right. when you have the time, how do you do it in everyday life? Like, do you need to, because when it's hectic and you pick up from kindergarten or preschool or school or whatever, and you're going to soccer practice and like life is stressful. So how should you, when should you do it and how do you do it? Sometimes you can grant in fantasy what you can't grant in reality. You know, so you, let's say you're stuck in traffic and your child says, I'm thirsty. I want something to drink. <laughs> and you don't have anything. You know, you can say, you know, the typical parent would say, you know, later I'll get you something to drink. But you can also say, wouldn't it be wonderful if we had some ice cream right now? Oh, yeah. And what what, would you want chocolate or vanilla or strawberry? Would you want sprinkles on it? And in fantasy, you can really empathize with the child being thirsty or wanting ice cream. So you can go with it. Yeah, go with it. So let's talk about emotion coaching. So basically what you do is you notice, if you can, pay attention to small ways that your child may be expressing an emotion. It may not be words. It may be that they look sad or that they're frustrated and stomping around the house. So what you would do is say, hey, honey, can we talk a little bit? Tell me what's going on. You look like you might be sad. Is Mm. that what's going on? And your child might say, well, yeah, maybe a little bit. Honey, I really want to hear more. Tell me more. What's making you sad? Your child hopefully can say, well, you know, Jimmy didn't want to play with me today. Oh, no wonder you're sad. So you're saying, it's okay to have that feeling. Yeah. I understand. We call that empathy, right? Yeah. So you empathize with your child's feeling. Then you can say, so what did you do next? There's where you can deal with the behavior. Well, I hit Jimmy over the head to get his attention. Oh, no. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. You say, well, you know, honey, I understand that you were sad, But it's not a good idea to hit anybody. You know, there's the behavior change. How about next time you use your words and say, Jimmy, can I play with you? Yeah. 
say what you need. That will work better for you. So you always empathize with the child's emotion, and then if the behavior needs to be addressed, you can do it afterwards. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Yeah, yesterday my son got upset with me again. It, um, yeah, we we have a good time lately. It's not been a lot of fights, but he, but we have. Uh, yesterday I was picking him up, and then I was on the phone, like a really important phone call, just when he came out of the school door. And so he was looking at me, and I was looking at him, and I know that this moment is important. But this doctor called me about something even more important just at that moment from hospital. So I really had to juggle like two important moments at the time. So I told my friend, like my, my son with a, uh, with my hand, like, I'm sorry, I have to finish this phone call, like with mimics. And then um, I talked through with the, uh, the doctor on the phone about something else. And I hung up and he was kind of angry, frustrated. And he was expressing it like he was frustrated with what with uh, like what we were gonna have for dinner and also about our plans. And I kind of understood that it was not because he was showing me that he was frustrated, but he thought and was very assertive about that this is about what I say it is about and not about you rejecting me, mom. So when a child you know as a parent that they are tired, for instance, and they tell you that they're angry because they can't have chocolate for dinner. So how do you do both things? Mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They express one feeling and then you obviously can see that they have another one. What mm -hmm. do you do? Like, do you, um, because you need to assert, like, say it's okay to feel that and blah, 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 but you can't have chocolate for dinner or uh, you, how do you, what do you do? Well, you want to be careful to not invalidate a child's feelings. Yeah. Because then they, they lose confidence in their own instincts, their yeah. own intuitions. So you kind of want to, even though you know better, you kind of want to go with what the child's perceptions are okay. in the moment. And, you know, it may not be the most insightful, but, you know, it's good enough. Yeah, that's what I did yesterday. I said, okay, I'm sorry about dinner. Like, that's what I have planned, and I'm so sorry. And I just gave him, like, everything right. Like, I understand. Yeah, that's horrible. Like, our plan, we can change our plans. Like, we can do something else. What do you want to do? Mm -hmm. And then he came, um, became more calm. 
And then he said, it's really about the phone call, mom. <laughs> and then yes. I felt like, wow. yes. Good. Jackpot. He arrived said, at it himself. Wow. And I said, I'm so sorry about the phone call. I really am so sorry. Uh, and then I felt like inside of me, there was a little choir going, yay. Hey. yay. <laughs> you know, another thing you did that Great. is really wonderful there is that you gave him choices. And parents often think that they teach responsibility to their children by giving them a lot of chores yeah, and then getting angry with them when they don't do the chores very well. But you don't learn responsibility by chores. You learn responsibility by making choices. Yeah, And of course, because he's a child, he's going to make some childish choices. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> and then gradually wisdom will increase and he'll learn responsibility by making bad choices and good choices as well. That's mm. the way k- kids learn responsibility. So if we, uh, we can't do it all the time. We, if we, when we have the time and when we understand that our kids are looking for us to validate their emotion or to help them, mm-hmm. when you have the time to sit down, accept what they are feeling, yes. just show them that that's, you understand that you're frustrated or sad or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And then the, But the key point here is that you don't, that doesn't mean that you have to go along with what the kid demands. Right. That's the key point. Because if not, we will just be like helicopter parents yeah, doing we actually, whatever they want. In our research, we found a group of parents who were very empathetic toward their children, but they never set limits. Oh. They never communicated what their values are to the child. And those children actually didn't turn out very well. They became quite aggressive. Really? Children need limits. So you have to do both, like accept the feeling, whatever it is, even though if you feel like it's unfair as a parent that he is or she is angry with you. Mm -hmm. At the same time, say, yes, I see that you want ice cream. I I know that you want, but it's two in the morning. You cannot have ice cream right now. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Right. And it sounds kind of easy, but it's not. Are you guys good at this? Not always. Not always. You know, a lot of times um, we used to make the mistake. Our daughter is now 28 years old. Yeah. So thank God, you know, we don't have to worry <laughs> about it anymore. Right. But, you know, we used to make mistakes all the time. There are no perfect parents. Mm. So our daughter might really be pushing uh, to stay up later. And we know that she's tired. We know that she really should go to bed. But we're really tired. And we don't want to fight, right? Yeah. So we might say, okay, all right, all right. You know, we'll give you another 10 minutes, something like that. At the end of 10 minutes, she may say, I don't want to go to bed. I want another 10 minutes. Then again, you know, we're facing, are we going to set that limit? So some of the time we could and some of the time, yeah, you know, we didn't. But fortunately, she turned out okay. <laughs> We're happy. You know, poor kid. She had to be raised by two psychologists. And needless to say, she's not becoming a psychologist. Really? (laughs) (laughs) But, um, okay, so um, if someone listening right now thinks like, oh, wow, I I don't do this at all. I don't talk to – I don't deal with emotions. I don't deal with my own emotions. I feel embarrassed or it's too hard for me. And I've never done that with my kids. I don't want to shame anyone. So what could they do like today Mm. when we walk away from, when they put away the phone and they go to get their kids? 
What is one、mm. thing they could do today? I have a,、um, a thing that we used to do at our dinner table that I really love, and it's really so simple. Anybody can do it. You ask your child, so what were the highlights and the lowlights of your day? Oh, what like were the、list. highlights and the lowlights?、Yeah. You know, the, the, good, the best thing that happened today and the worst thing that happened today. I'd love to hear about it. And then just be quiet and see what your child says. And with each thing you, they say, you can respond if it's a highlight, say, that, was, that sounds wonderful. That sounds great. With the low light, you can say, Oh, what a bummer.、Yeah. That's too bad. Good enough. That's great. That's a wonderful way to start. Oh, that's a good advice because I think people, as parents, we feel like we need to fix our kids' problems.、Mm. Right. That's our job. That's why I think we're so into like making them not cry or just like take them out of、mm -hmm. agony for whatever reason. And then we forget to stop and pause on the I understand you step. <laughs> Right. I remember once when my child was like, he was two and a half. It had been a long day. I was obsessed about being this great mom making like fish for dinner. And he was laying on the floor playing with a car or something. And he was like, multiple times, he was saying, like, ah, ah, mom, the car is the wrong color or whatever. And I, I, went, I went down, I gave him a new car, I like patted him on the head, like gave him a little bit of attention back to the important dinner I had to make for us. And then after a couple of times, he said to me, like, I don't want you、uh, to just give me a new car. I want comfort. He said that in Norwegian, like, I want, I want comfort. Wow. And I just read at that time a book about like expressing emotions and everything. And I was like, wow, you're telling me I'm not listening. Like, I turned off the whatever fish the thing I was making. I just dropped everything and sat down with him. And he was like, I just, I just need to cry just a little. And I just <laughs> took him. And I felt like, You're teaching me because I was、Aww. reading this book about my own emotions.、Yeah. And then he was right there, like straight from the source of a two and a half year old telling、wow. me what he needed. That's an amazing kid. That is so beautiful. But I think a lot of kids are like that. When we get, get confused by society telling us not to tell everyone how we feel because we will feel ashamed. And、whatever. the great thing was, you stopped what you were doing. Yeah. The, and you sat down with them, and he could tell you that he needed comfort, and you could give it. Yeah. And that helped. Like that day, we had like a sandwich for dinner, but we had the best time.、Uh -huh. And I felt like I, I now understand what that book was about. It's just, I'm not listening.、Mm -hmm. And I still don't think I'm listening. I don't think I have time. I think we're all kind of stressed a lot of the time and everything.、Right. Mm -hmm. But when you sometimes you get that little window of opportunity to. Listen, if it's a, it could be a co worker or a partner or a kid, and just take their words like directly as a message for what you need. Well,、right. you respected him. Yeah. Think of how powerful that is for him to realize that what he feels matters to his mother. That See, is that's、amazing. an expression of love. Yeah. That's the expression of love that his. Feelings, his heart, his soul are more important than the, the fish cooking on the stove. <laughs> yeah. Right? Every human being needs connection, whether it's a little human being or a big human being.、Yeah. And the way that we achieve connection the best is through connecting through our emotions. Yeah. 
I'm just stating the, now I'm just telling stories about how great I do that job as a mother. <laughs> yeah, but I'm a lot of the time when I don't see, I I can I think that we have those great moments, and then we have um like at least sixty five percent of the moments where we don't understand what's going on or right. we're too preoccupied. But how many times do we have to do it right to make it good enough? Do you know exactly two point seven five nine three. Thank you. Who knows? Who no. knows? You know, I think there's no right answer for that because, you know, every person is different. Every child is different. But the the wonderful thing is that children are endlessly forgiving. Yeah. Right? Endlessly accepting. I know that, you know, I made a ton of mistakes with our daughter. I know I did. Yet, she was always ready to give me another chance, you know, oh, if I yelled or too. something. Well, that's the way children are. Yeah. Children are instinctively good-hearted. And that means loving, accepting, sometimes forgiving. So it's okay to make mistakes because our kids will come right on back and give us another chance. Oh, that's beautiful. Okay. Um, in every episode, I try to kind of summarize what we've been talking about. I'll try to do that in English and with you guys sitting watching me. Okay, so guys listening to this podcast, people, Falkian Staruta, the most important thing about you, the most important thing you can teach your child, because we have to teach them a lot of things. But if there's one thing more important than all others, it's to show them that every a feeling that they have is okay to have. And um, that uh, if they're angry or upset or happy or enthusiastic or whatever they're feeling, we need to sit with them in the moment and just give it a couple of the time that you have, but just like to validate that that feeling is okay. And uh, at the same time, you can explain to them what feeling they have so that they learn for themselves to speak up and say what they're feeling later and to show them that it's okay. And then it doesn't mean that you have to do exactly what they want. <laughs> That's really important that if they're angry or upset or uh, they, they're upset because they don't get ice cream for dinner, you can say, I really understand that it would be great to have ice cream for dinner every day, but we're still not going to have it today. So the point is to, um, it's one rule you can pl- you apply to everything. It's just like to see them when they have that emotion. And when you don't, it's also okay because you can go back and say, I'm sorry. And uh, you don't have to do it perfectly all of the time. Right. Perfect. Is there you anything? Got, See, that's the perfect, yeah, that's the perfect podcast commentator. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for coming to my podcast. You're very welcome. Thank you, Thank you for inviting us. Thank you. Jag blir så svett under armarna av att snacka engelsk. <laughs> men så är det. Det var väldigt, väldigt, väldigt gøy. Jag skulle önska att kunna snacka med dem i 75 timmar till. Eh, hvis du vill vinna eller ha en av böckerna till The Gottmans så kan du gå in på föräldrarådet sin Instagram profil. Vi har fått oss Instagram. Woohoo! Skulle bara 140 episoder till eller nåt sånt. Eh, men där eh ge bort någon av böckerna deras. Hvis inte så borde du köpa dem för det där är det är er kredd att ha i bokhylla och väldigt fruktbart att läsa. 
tack för att dere berättar varandra om denna podcasten. Det är er helt avhängigt av hvis ikke folk ända fler människor för hver dag hører på denne podcasten, så kommer jeg ikke til å kunne holde på for alltid, sånn som jeg har lyst til. Så fortsätt och spre det glade budskap, og ikke minst fortsätt och sende meg lydklipp. Ta opp telefonen din, ta opp et lydklipp hvor du forteller et tips, eller et råd, eller noe ros du vil dele. Send det til tea.klinberg.gmail.com Det har Mathias gjort. Ja, altså det, det viser sig, at jeg er en streng far, Och det eh, hade jag egentligen inte med att det skulle vara. Jag trodde det skulle vara liksom eh, kul och easy going, men det visar sig att jag är er streng. Och jag känner egentligen hur det är inte ska vara streng. Eh, För det som som idag så har jag varit alltså då eh, med på följgruppe eller jag har haft följgruppe. Och där är er det sex barn som jag ska ge till skolan. Eh, och de hör ju inte på mig exakt så då måste jag vara streng. Eh, och där har jag fått besked idag från andra barn än mitt eget att jag är er den strängaste faren i eller strängaste vuxna i följgruppen då. Men så heldigvis så sier det et annet barn i følgegruppa at nej han er ikke strengere enn mammaen min. Hun kan bli fly forbannet, sier han. Greia er at ofte når man er streng så, så føler man liksom at man feiler, ikke sant? Fordi man får dem ikke til å høre, og så må du være liksom streng. Men, men da, da blir jeg i hvert fall litt glad når jeg hører at det ikke bare er jeg som er streng. Kanskje jeg er strengest i følgegruppa, men jeg er liksom ikke bare strengest. Det er det andre som også er strenge. Det, er, det synes jeg er fint. Eh, så eh, takk til alle andre strenge foreldre som, som på en måte gjør at det er greit å, og at det er flere typer foreldre. At det også er plass til strenge foreldre. Det må være lov å være eh, streng noen ganger. Av og til. Enig, Mathias. Eh, det du egentlig vil si her, føler jeg, er takk til alle oss strenge foreldre som får deg til å se litt bedre ut. Jeg er en av dem. Jeg rekker opp hånda. Jeg tror, eh, altså, i 2019 så kan jeg føle av og til at jeg er den eneste som prater i klartekst. Eh, ikke bare til ungen min, men til folk generelt. <laughs> jeg har egentlig følt det mange ganger i livet, at jeg er hun mest direkte i rommet. Og jeg synes det er digg å se andre sant, som er det. Det betyr ikke at jeg trenger å være sinne og sånn. Eh, men å bare være tydelig, se. det er en gave det også. Så takk for at du hyller sånne som mig. Og så... Uh, ja, så det, ja, vi trenger også litt kred Vi som er, er, føler oss strenge For man kan bli litt skamfull rett og slett Av det uh, uh, Jeg vil gärna ha flere lydklipp fra dere Jeg vet det er kleint Kan dere bare komme dere over det Ta dere noe glass med noe Gjør det på forspill <laughs> dere, uh, Bare send mig lydklipp De uh, lydklippene jeg bruker på lufta De uh, får tilsendt en foreldreråde-veske uh, Jeg elsker dere for å gi meg stjerne på iTunes og alt sånn også Det vet dere. Til nästa gang, ta vare på dig selv, ta vare på ungen din, og lykke til. Produsert av Rubicon. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.